0: Please stay tuned for important disclosure information at the conclusion of this episode.
1: It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble. It's what you know for sure that just ain't so. Great wisdom by Mark Twain. Stock market can go three ways, up, down, and sideways. Why is your portfolio only making money when the markets go up? This is Robert Kuhn. Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I want to thank everybody for listening. This is Destination Retirement. I am your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm, and yes, we are a fiduciary. We believe that every investor's portfolios must contain three core components that will then create a successful retirement plan. Income maximization doesn't matter where you're at Uh, when you're with your income journey, whether you're still working or you need income today, we ultimately believe that it must be maximized. We want to also make sure that you have active management. As you know, we have planted our flag on the active management mountain, and we are actively always talking with advisors, clients who have passive strategies that simply track the market up and down. So we want to make sure that we have active management in place. And then lastly. We want to make sure that we have some sort of principal protection in the portfolio. It can be 100% principal protection or it could be 50%. There are so many strategies today that provide that, that you must incorporate, in our opinion, those three uh, components to make sure that you do have a successful retirement plan. If you'd like to get in touch with us, very easy to start the conversation. Give us a phone call at 630 492 1912 630 492 1912. Or you can also visit the website kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. And uh, we'll make sure that uh, we reach out to you and we get on each other's calendar and we'll have a conversation. So lots going on, obviously. It seems like I always start that, uh, the show with, with that uh, topic. But today we want to talk. Uh, about so many different things. And my challenge is, well, where do I start? Because I'm very passionate about all of them. Uh, But we're gonna talk today uh, how few investors can uh, afford a major portfolio loss. We'll talk about performance of asset classes. We'll talk about modern portfolio theory and what that is and why it's misguided. We will talk about Social Security and what we think is gonna happen with the cost of living adjustments. So we just have a lot to get to today. Um, I want to take a step back and uh, first off, thank everybody who calls in. Um, It 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 always happens this way when we see market volatility. Obviously, we get um, people who are you know wanting to reach out, and and I completely understand that. Uh, I always felt though that my goal as an advisor, as a the host of Destination Retirement, my goal is really to try to get you to call sooner because what we don't want to have happen is to see you uh, lose money, and then that inevitably will prompt a phone call. And I get it. I understand life happens. Um, A lot of times we have to feel pain before we want to reach out to somebody. But again, I feel very responsible to make sure that we bring a compelling message of education so that you feel comfortable enough to reach out, no matter how much money you have. And that, that leads me kind of to another conversation um, that I've had so many conversations this week is who should reach out. I think anybody who wants investment advice, uh, whether you have $100,000 or whether you have $10 million, it's, uh, I don't want to say it's irrelevant, but, but it truly is irrelevant. You're going to get the same expertise, uh, oftentimes uh, many of the same strategies. You're going to get the same financial planning, the same portfolio stress testing, Uh, So don't let, um, you know, your asset base or your investment size uh, of your portfolio uh, determine whether you should reach out or not. We want to talk with individuals who are managing uh, money on their own or who are working with advisors. And there have been absolutely no changes to the portfolio over the last six months other than, um, well, just sit and wait. Hopefully it comes back. I'm having more and more conversations with investors whose client or whose advisors, that is their methodology. And that methodology is dated. That methodology in our opinion is is wrong, Uh, but it's a very easy to sell methodology, which I think uh, many advisors want is is to handhold clients during down markets, explain to them why it's okay ultimately to uh, see significant portfolio losses. And, um, you know, let them know that at some point it may come back. And, and, of course, it will come back. But what if it takes 10 years? You know, that, that's my question to uh, advisors is, you know, what are you doing to proactively pre- uh, prevent your clients uh, from losing significant amounts of money? And, 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 you know, those advisors that don't have uh, good answers, well, those are the advisors, uh, clients that we're talking with. And those are the clients that are hiring us. Uh, you know, so, so just don't accept that uh, methodology or that pitch. It, it's just not there. And it's it, it just shouldn't be uh, there because you deserve better. And again, it doesn't have how much money. It doesn't matter how much money you have. So any questions that you have, if your advisor has not made any changes to your portfolio year to date, you have to wonder why as many Individuals know if clients are listening, Um, we have a large chunk of cash today inside of our portfolios that will ultimately get uh, put to work at lower prices. It's not gut feel. It's based on mathematics, financial science. It's simply based on the numbers. And that is a huge differentiator when we talk with individuals. So many advisors want to um, forecast where the markets are going. We have no clue what's going to happen tomorrow, especially in these markets let alone, you know, three, six, you know, nine, 12 months from now. Uh, so we don't even try. We think that portfolios have to be uh, reactionary, meaning if we're seeing weakness based upon mathematics, financial science, the algorithms, quantitative analysis, and cash needs to be raised, like the bulk of our portfolios raise cash uh, in mid-January to upwards of 50 55 60%. Uh, you just have to do it. And, you know, the days of, you know, buying all asset classes, just simply holding that asset class forever or that stock forever and hoping the the markets go up, well, I think you're going to be very disappointed. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Um, simply reach out to us and we'll have a conversation I always ask individuals, what makes what made you call? And and we certainly have a lot of listeners. I see the numbers that listen uh, start to finish or they download the podcast because we do podcast every radio show on the website. So you can see and download the podcast at KUHNCP.com. But oftentimes it is uh, something, you know, you said one or two things that just resonated with me and I reached out to you. We had a listener this week uh, who actually hired us that had said that I've been listening to you for your year, and I wish I would have called you in January. And, you know, I get it. And, again, as I mentioned in the beginning of the segment, my job is to try to make sure that I'm giving you the education, the information needed, so that you feel comfortable uh, reaching out. So um, let's get to uh, kind of the topics of the show. I want to talk about cash flow. And I think when you look at uh, investing, many times you have um, individuals that really truly don't understand the importance of in investing in strategies that provide significant cash flow. You know, cash flow investments are so critical, especially in a down to sideways market, which many people think we may be in for an extended period of time. And, and what cash flow is, is, is exactly as it sounds you invest in an investment that provides. Cash flow on an annual basis. Sometimes they're paid out monthly, sometimes they're paid out quarterly, but it's cash flow investing because to me, the more net worth, the higher amount of assets that you have accumulated, they recognize the importance of cash flow investments that are going to pay me, pay me, pay me, pay me, no matter what. Um, and I want to make sure that you know, those investors that are kind of in that hundred thousand to a million dollar, you know, space that we're doing a good enough job educating you on the needs for cash flow strategies. Many times when you look at kind of cash flow strategies, you're looking at private investments and private funds. And it, it may be new to kind of that one to, you know, two to three million dollar or hundred thousand dollar to, you know, two to three million dollar client. But generally, as your assets, you know, go up to five, seven, 10, 15, $20 million, you're very comfortable investing in strategies, investments that are outside the market, that their results are going to be independent of whatever the markets do. It doesn't mean that there's not risk. I mean, you know, there's pros and cons and there's risks to everything. Right. But private market funds in the allocation to those funds are, are on the rise. And when you look at kind of the endowments, you look at, you know, Harvard and Yale and and, and all of the big endowments, the pension funds, the institutional money, they allocate a substantial amount of money to the private fund space. The challenge is, is how do you get access to good strategies, strategies that have been vetted, strategies that, you know, not just the super wealthy can invest in, but let's just call it the average investor. So there are many advisors obviously currently that are bewildered at the carnage that has endured this year. You know, year to date at the end of uh, May, you know, the major indices like the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ were down 13 to 23% respectively. In, In the Barclays Ag Bond Index, which everybody thinks has been, you know, is kind of your safe money, was down approximately 9%. I've seen, you know, fixed income investments that were down, you know, 10, 15, 20%. So, you know, during this period of market turbulence, I think the question that we have to ask ourselves as, as advisors and hopefully bringing our clients' ideas is, you know, during this period of market turbulence, where does one seek shelter ultimately from the storm? And as of the end of May, the multitude of, uh, you know, market forces, they're playing a massive role in what we could. Um, be beginning, you know, possibly the redemption cycle for passive fund managers. I mean, you know, you look at, you know, passive investing has been so easy. Well, the markets have gone up, right? And Warren Buffett says that you don't know who's swimming naked until, you know, the tide goes out. Well, it's a stock picker's market now. And, you know, buy and hold, it works until it doesn't. And it may work 80% of the time. And then the 20% of the time you give back a significant amount of money. So we want to make sure that we're bringing strategies to the table like, you know, we have offerings in the private market space that, um, you know, we can educate clients on the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, the risks and, you know, the opportunities. Because when you look at where institutional money and wealthy individual investors are heading with their capital, data shows that investors are readjusting their allocations in pursuit of capital preservation seeking refuge in private market funds and given the progressively worsening conditions of the public markets i don't think that this trend is going to continue we met or we talked with a potential client a listener uh this week and and they had six seven million dollars and they were 100 percent stocks and bonds and and that just is mind-boggling that that you would just have that type of wealth those amount of assets invested in just two asset classes so you know, private uh, markets. If you have any in- uh, questions on it, if you if you've heard about it, if you you know want cash flow type strategies, whether it's in the real estate space, the energy space, I mean, there's so many different types of strategies. You know, we have some core partners that um, you know are going to provide the best of the best uh, managers and give you access to those. So let's have a conversation. We're up against a break. We're going to get back to uh, performance of asset classes uh, year to date. We're going to go a little bit more in depth on that. Uh, 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, let's have a conversation.
0: Would you like your portfolio to be more certain in uncertain times? These days, there are more questions than ever. Before we can get to the answers, we have a question for you. What do you want to accomplish? Understanding the bigger picture is the first step to helping you pursue your goals today, tomorrow, and for generations to come. To schedule a complimentary call with Robert, please call 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise, it's in our name.
1: Welcome back, I am Robert Kuhn. I'm your host of Destination Retirement. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. Uh, a couple things Uh, i want to do less of the commercial so we can get more to substance hopefully you've been listening uh, to our show for a period of time you know that we believe in active management you know we believe in uh, income maximization and we believe in principal protection Uh, that's our goal that's our objective our job is to construct a portfolio that gives you the best chance to succeed we planted are flag long ago in active management. Unfortunately, many advisors today, probably 90% just simply believe in buy and hold. And those are the uh, listeners that are calling us. Those listeners who have said, my advisor hasn't called, or we've done nothing to adjust the asset allocation based upon uh, the current market. Uh, those are the advisors, clients who are calling us. They recognize the fact that Um, it's great for the advisor because they can sit and collect their fee, but when you don't have active management to prevent, uh, as much, uh, loss from happening inside of your portfolio, um, it's, uh, you know, I think clients are wising up and and certainly listeners are wising up that there's a better way. And a lot of these strategies may be new to you, but they're strategies that have been around institutionally, endowments, pension funds. Uh, for decades, and they're just now coming down to the individual investor because, candidly, it's profitable for them to manage uh, smaller accounts. So when you look at kind of that 100000 to $5 million investor, you have access to new things. So uh, if you're working with an advisor that has a buy-and-hold philosophy that doesn't take advantage of market volatility, that simply tells you to sit and take it, ultimately it'll come back. Um, that's not good enough. And it's not going to be good enough, well, ever, but it's certainly not good enough in this market. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Let's have a conversation. That's all it is, is a conversation on what you're doing, what you're not doing, what do you want to do, what what does your planning look like? How has the market affected your retirement? Uh, Have you updated your income maximization plan? I mean, these are just basic, basic, Uh, investing tenants that we want to make sure that during periods of market weakness that you're just not getting the, Oh, ultimately it'll come back because yeah, it may come back, but, but I mean, well, it's going to come back at some point, whether it's one year or 10 years, it's going to come back. But, but why, why are you working with an advisor that didn't have strategies in place that could manage through the downside? Why are you working with an advisor that didn't have a methodology in place that could raise cash um, during periods of market weakness? so ultimately. Um, when the the markets do turn, that money gets put back to work at lower prices. Well, you're going to recoup those losses quicker. You're going to lose less, so you make more, and you're going to compound your money. Don't hear it as by uh, day trading, trying to predict the market. There are many, many, many quantitative reactionary models that um, wait for the market to do something and then react. And, And that's the key to compounding wealth over time. So with that being said, uh, I want to. I know we talked a little bit about private markets in the first segment. Uh, you know, cash flow. I mean, we want cash flow strategies. We want strategies that can still pay us even if we're in a sideways market, which I think we're going to be in, and it could be three, five, seven years. Uh, and if you have a buy and hold strategy, I think you're going to become very frustrated. You're going to make decisions that you probably don't want to make that are going to be based on emotion rather than sound financial thinking, and. Uh, you know, we want to make sure that you have those strategies uh, in place inside of your portfolio because, you know, cash flow is king, especially in in, in sideways markets. And and really why, uh, it's because I think few investors can afford a major portfolio loss. And that's the, the challenge, I think, that, um, as I talked about in the first segment, I've heard over and over again, I've listened to you for six months. I've listened to you for a year. I've listened to you for you know, extended period of time, and, and now that I've lost money, I'm gonna to come to you. Well, let's change that. If you have any question, if you have any uncertainty, if you're not 100% your portfolio can manage this crazy, crazy market, um, reach out. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Because I know on the in the conversations that I'm having, with listeners and potential clients, many investors, they understand the concept of compounding growth. I mean, that that is pretty easy, right? But very few understand the impact of significant losses that uh, uh, can have on a portfolio and how they will now, it could take many, many years, ultimately just get to get back to even. And, and if you've listened to the show, you know that You know, I think the greatest example that everybody can relate to is Microsoft. Had you bought Microsoft in 2000, it took you 16 years just to get back to even. I mean, think about that 16 years just to get back to even. And yet, you know, Microsoft in the first 10 years of those 16 years, they tripled their earnings. So it's a problem. And we're going through a systemic change in investing. And we believe that when you rely, on solely on economic theory and analysis that is so dated that you know you go and and it basically you know modern portfolio theory was you know started in the in in 54 you can google it and you can learn you know all about it if you want but the cliff notes are um the more diversification the less risk the greater rate of return well look at what in and where the world was at that time I think four percent of households owned individual stocks. I think there was a hundred mutual funds. I mean, that is so dated, yet people are still living on that. Why is it? Because it looks good on paper. And and that's the challenge. When you meet with an advisor, generally they're gonna always give you something that had has done well because it's easy to get you to become a client. Well, look at what we would have done over the last 10 years or year to date. But that doesn't mean that that's going to do well going forward, and that's the challenge here to get good, objective financial, uh, sound financial advice is, you know, here's what we think going forward is going to give you the best opportunity ultimately to make money. And um, so, yeah, modern portfolio theory. I mean, is it, you know, is it, is it good a lot of the times? Absolutely. You know, is buy and hold great a lot of the times? Well, you know, our one of our three core components of, of a uh, you know making good investment decisions long term is to buy right and then to hold but you have to sell and there are periods of time that you know selling to raise capital to be defensive and to ultimately use that proactively once the markets you know continue to go down and get back in at lower prices I mean it's just so simple it's uh, it's challenging to me. Um, to hear advisors tell the clients uh, and to pay me a fee for it uh, to sit and wait. It's okay to lose money. Ultimately, it's going to come back. So don't confuse that again with day trading. That's not what we do. Reactionary models that are based on math uh, are now available to you that over the long term are going to drastically, at least historically, uh, now past performance is an indicative of future results, of course, uh, but outperform the market. At least that's uh, what we believe. So 630 492 So a couple things, uh, go, getting back to major portfolio losses. So bear market facts. I, I thought it was pretty interesting. I read an article this week. And I think most people know that a bear market is defined. Um, I don't know if this is still accurate or if it's still relevant or if it really matters. I mean, if you only lose 19% and you're not in the bear market, um, but you know, twenty percent. You are. Are you happy? No, of course not. But a bear market is defined as a loss of twenty percent or more in stock prices for broad um, market indexes like the Dow or the S and P 500. And when you look at between 1900 to um, this is going back a little bit because you know now we're we're in one, but 2021 there have been 14 bear markets, and now I guess we can add 15. Uh, well, we did touch it for a second, but in the Dow. So 14 to 15 bear markets, however you want to define them, um, since, uh, since 1900. And, and a, a new bear market occurs approximately every 8.6 years, typically takes 76.3 months to reach uh, the previous highs. Historically, uh, the average bear market has seen stock prices fall on average 42%. And from the start of a bear market, it takes, on average, uh, two thousand two hundred ninety days for the market to recover back to previous market highs. And all of that is what that tells me is: if you have, well, if you're in retirement, you're going to experience three, four, or five—well, maybe not quite that many—but two, three, or four more significant economic downturns. You know, are you protected from it, or are you going to just sit and buy and hold and? Um, ride through all of them and and, and think that well you can't uh, play defense well you can't play defense. so if you're in retirement we really need to talk and then if you're 10 years to retirement, I mean these are very very precious years that you have to continue to grow those assets. So simple question what do you have inside of your portfolio whether you're retired or you're not retired that is going to produce cash flow that is not uh, predicated upon the market going up. that may have no, a direct correlation to what the markets do. Um, do you have those strategies in place? Is 20 to 30 percent of your portfolio going to cash flow at seven, eight, 10, 12 percent? Um, so you know in retirement, you still have cash flow coming in that's not dependent upon, you know, the market, or if you're near retirement that you're gonna still grow those assets um, because you have to do that, especially you know, that 10 to 15 year mark. These are times that you just have to continue to grow those assets. So if you don't have those strategies in place, why? And if you, if you do have those strategies in place, are they meeting your needs? Do we need to reevaluate? Are there other strategies that can cash flow that you may, you know, have, um, you know, may be more appropriate to your current level of risk, given the fact that now everybody remembers, oh, my goodness, the markets can go down. The markets can stay down longer than um, you think that they can. Because when we look at returns to recover from a loss, and and this is, you know, fees are important. I mean, but my goodness, you don't make investment decision based on fees. I mean, individuals do who, you know, may not know any better. But when you look at the institutional space, let's talk about net rates of return after your fees. And we can always make sure that the fees are fair. But, you know, to, to say that I'm not working with somebody because you charge one and a half percent or two percent or You know, a half a percent, it's too much. Well, what's too much? I mean, you know, the market's down, you know, like it was in 2008, 37%, but net of fees, you're only down seven or nine. I mean, does it really matter what your fee is? So, you know, we have to turn the conversation away from fees uh, because every business, this is for profit for everybody. The fees are there, whether you see it or not. We just like to make sure that you see them so you know exactly what you're paying. But if the market's down or your portfolio is down 10%, obviously it only takes 11% to get back. Uh, down 20%, it requires 25% to get back. 30% requires 42% to get back to even. 40% requires 66.67% to just get back to even. And if you have that buy and hold strategy, think about that. You're gonna waste, in, you know, if the markets are down 30%, you're gonna waste the next 42% positive gains just to get back to a level that you were before and you're paying for that advice, no, we need to do something better for you. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, let's have a conversation. Visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com, more after the break.
0: Are you considering buying an annuity? Or did you buy an annuity because you were promised stock market-like returns with no downside? If you own the wrong annuity, there is a great chance you've experienced little to no growth over the past few years. In many instances, the insurance agent received more in commission than many have in actual investment growth. If you'd like to learn more about our annuity repair strategy, please call Robert, 800-674-3217. Again, that's 800-674-3217. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise. It's in our name.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I'm your host, Robert Kuhn. I'm also the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm, and we're a fiduciary. As you know, we've planted our flag in active management. We have for years and years and years. We believe the three components of a winning portfolio and retirement plan are income maximization. Whether it's now or in the future, we want to make sure that we have strategies in place that can maximize income. We talked a lot about cash flow uh, so far this show. Obviously, it's very, very important. Uh, We want to make sure that we have active management. Obviously, uh, active management is the key. We want to be there to grow when we need to grow. We want to make sure that we can protect when we need to protect. And then lastly, we want some sort of a principal protection plan in place. Those strategies exist. Did a couple uh, bank notes uh, in the last month that were are paying double-digit returns with 30 to 40 to 50 percent downside protection. Uh, so those strategies exist. They're really good, especially if we're in a sideways market, which I think many people believe that we are. Uh, if you want to have a conversation, it's really simple. Give us a call 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Visit the website kuhncp.com kuhncp.com and we will have a conversation. Okay, so let's talk um, about performance year to date. Uh, we've talked a lot about uh, cash flow, the need for it, the access to strategies that you probably don't know that you now have access to. Uh, those are certainly strategies that we want to uh, at least have a conversation with. I can't tell you when you look at kind of the private equity space, the private fund space, how much attention they're getting. I mean, this is a $4 trillion market. Okay. So it's new to you. If you're kind of in that hundred thousand to $5 million space of investable assets, but it's not new to institutions, endowments, pension funds. It's now just becoming much more accessible to you. And so it's going to be an education. uh, There's an educational curve rather. um, And we're here to have that. We're here to talk about the pros, the cons, the good, the bad, uh, the risks, the rewards, everything. But, um, it's, uh, it's growing. And again, we want to make sure that we're looking for cash flow strategies, strategies that can pay many. We've seen a lot of kind of uh, real estate type strategies and energy strategies where um, you can get double digit uh, cash flow a year. And when the market's going down and the market's going sideways, it's very appealing to have some allocation, some money invested in those types of strategies if they, uh, you know, fit kind of what you're looking to do. So 630-492-1912. So performance, and then we're going to talk about Social Security um, this uh, this segment, I promise. So obviously, if we look at performance for the year, it's been challenging uh, through the end of May. Um, you look at the commodity space, and commodities are up substantially. I mean, 30 40 50%. And, uh, that's kind of active management in its simplest form. And and when we talk about trend following and we talk about quantitative analysis and whatnot, it's, if you look at, just go back to, to 2020, um, you got destroyed if you were in the commodity space, if you were in the oil and gas space, I mean, COVID, right? I mean, it, they were down substantially and many of our managers well, one of our core managers, they were in the stay-at-home stocks and they were in the stocks that showed the best risk-reward uh, to fit that economy. And if you had a buy-and-hold strategy, well, you still owned energy during those bad periods, right? And fast forward to today and the managers that we're utilizing, many of them have, well, the core managers, has gotten away from the stay-at-home stocks and has overweighted energy. and And, and again, that's what active management is. That is what trend following is, is going where the money is going. Do you really care if it's energy, convertible bonds, tech, consumer staples, it's making you the money? It's really simple math. When you look at where the trend is, that is going to make up the bulk of the return of an investment. I've heard 80%, I've heard 90%, I don't know uh, what is exactly, um, you know, that percentage is. But it's really simple. If we look at supply and demand, if things, if there's a lot of money flow going in, it's going to rise. It, it's going to raise the price. So, active management, and if you look at the commodity space, I mean, that's kind of has been uh, been a no brainer. Uh, it's almost been as much of a no brainer as um, removing interest rate risk and the bond portfolios for many investors. But yet, many investors have not done that. Their advisors have not done that. And you know I talked with a, uh, a woman the other day who said, well, my advisor said we had a balanced portfolio. So we were perfect. We were safe. We were okay. It's going to mitigate risk in, you know down periods of time when the markets go down. Our bonds are going to hold the portfolio up. Well, it didn't. And it had been telegraphed by the Fed for, I mean, months and months and months, but yet they lost 12, 13% of their bonds, 13, 14, 15% of their equities. And you go back to the advisor and say, what gives? Well, ultimately it'll come back. So come on. I mean, that's just not good enough. So uh, US government bond or US bonds, if you look at the aggregate bond index down nine percent plus or minus, I've seen, you know, long duration bond strategies that are down 20, 25%. and that's supposed to be your safe money. So it's there had been a better way, there was a better way. It was telegraphed forever. That's a really good indicator of do I have a good advisor in place? Did he come to me? six months ago, eight months ago, nine months ago, and revisit our quote unquote, safe money and offer alternatives. So when interest rates started to rise, you know, we didn't experience those losses. Now, full disclosure, we've been talking about that for a couple of years. So and bonds actually did really, really well, you know, for a lot longer than we thought, because interest rates, you know, kept going down longer than we thought. But that's okay. I mean, it's, it's, you know, we're not losing money. Right. Um, but you know, like wall street and you know, they don't ring a bell, you know, this is as close as they have come, I think, to ringing a bell. I mean, they telegraphed these interest rate hikes, they gave ample time for advisors and for people to readjust portfolios. And then they started to rise and I don't think they're going back down. I mean, not in, in the near term, I think they're going to continue to go up. So, um, you know, Did your advisor try to adjust and, and prevent something that was so preventable? Uh, if not, then why? And, and those are the questions that we want to help you answer. So 630 492 1912, 630 492 1912. Foreign stocks down 11, foreign bonds down 13 and a half. Real estate is you know, obviously um, has, has gotten hit as far as the real estate investment trusts, the publicly traded trusts. Uh, U.S. stocks, you know, 14 15%. Tech stocks, obviously, uh, much greater uh, than that. And it leads us into kind of the, the target date funds. And I didn't think we were going to talk a whole lot about the target date funds today. Um, but I, the amount of money that is invested in target date funds is staggering. And I think you can go back to a show we did last summer. And that, that's another thing, you know, when, when we have a radio show, whatever I said, you know, 12 months ago, it's still there for you to take a listen to if you so choose. And we had, I believe it was last summer, maybe it was the fall, but talking about target date funds in that it's supposed to be a glide path, set it and forget it, it's easy, right? Well, what are they using as the defensive components? Well, bonds. Well, okay, fine. So target date funds with modern portfolio theory that is uh, not so modern given it was, you know, uh, 1954, I believe, is 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 when the um, you know the, the paper was written. Four uh, percent, I think, owned mutual or stocks, equity or four percent of households on equities. 100 mutual funds, but yet advisors are still basing their portfolio recommendations on you know something from the 50s. I mean, goodness. Um, but target date funds, you know, the the closer you are to retirement, the more they go to fixed income. Well, guess what? I'm sorry, interest rates rise at the wrong time and you lost a lot of money in your target date fund simply because you own two things, you own stocks and you own that fixed income. And I'm sorry that you lost 20% of your money or 25% of your money and you're getting ready to retire or you're five years from retirement or you're in retirement. So, you know, that's a huge deficiency of target date funds. And there, if you look at the underserved market, the $500,000 and under Uh, investor, that market is so underserved, you're getting such cookie cutter uh, advice that um, I I just can't believe it. And so, you know, we're, you know, again, as we've talked about often on this radio show, um, we don't necessarily really care how much money you have. We think everybody, whatever they have, it makes them individually wealthy. And we want to give, um, that you know, hundred thousand to five hundred thousand dollar investor, the same advice, the same expertise, the same access to strategies that our one to five million dollar clients, you know, have access to. So 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912, and we can have a conversation. A couple of minutes left in the segment. Let's go through Social Security. Uh, Social Security beneficiaries, uh, as you know, if you're you know taking Social Security, they saw the biggest cost of living adjustment in about forty years. In 2022, they received a 5.9% uh, boost to their monthly checks, That that's really great. Uh, next year, that uh, adjustment, you know, we think it may go as high as 8%, at least if you're looking at what the early estimates say. And that is despite the fact that the annual Social Security Trust reported uh, just a few weeks back um, to a, a 3.8% bump for 2023. So we think it's gonna go higher. Um, and, and that, you know, is, it could cause a problem. I mean, it's, I think, you know, it's great that we're, we're seeing a 6%, you know, cost of living increase. We're seeing an 8% potentially, you know, cost of living increase. Um, but you know, that has to kind of, you know, social security trust has, um, you know, the the question is, is it going to be able to sustain those types of increases, you know, over the next two, three, four, five years? And 8% cost of living increase would be the highest increase, you know, in years. I mean, I, I can't remember. I'm sure it has done it probably in the 70s and maybe in the early 80s. But, um, well, okay, I just read here, it was in 1981, uh, we, there was an increase of 11.2%. But uh, that would, uh, you know, I mean, so I'm, I'm happy that we're seeing it. I mean, I can't believe that, you know, when you listen to people talk about inflation, they're blaming you know energy and food on you know what what is making inflation so high and it's like well okay i mean isn't that probably something that everybody needs energy and food so it's a challenge and and one of our core components is you know income maximization especially for those that are on a fixed budget you know how are we maximizing that income again what is our cash flow strategy to overcome inflation and make sure that my standard of living uh, doesn't change so uh, really fantastic social security report that my team can run for you if you're not taking it you know we have a great social security maximization report we certainly uh, can get that out to you as well 630-492-1912 630 uh, 1912 know, i'm asked often um you know what do you think you know is going to happen to social security I mean, I mean i don't know i mean who knows right I mean, it's it's anybody is that gives you uh, an answer that's just pure speculation and a pure guess. I mean, my gut feel says the government won't let those that are relying on it see a drastic change, but but you just never know, right? Those that are in their fifties and you know maybe even fifty-five, um, you know, you, you probably make need to make sure that your uh, your assets can produce the cash flow that you need in retirement because. Um, you know, if we keep seeing these cost of living adjustments, certainly going to make the conversation, you know, more interesting. So this is Destination Retirement. I am Robert Kuhn. After the break, we're going to get into more about some of the financial planning reports we can run 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912.
0: Hoping is good. Knowing is better. You are unique and your investments and plans should reflect that. Investors today want to find outcomes, not investments that simply track the stock market up and down. Did you know most of all mutual funds and managed accounts by prospectus must stay fully invested no matter how good or bad the stock market is? There is a better way. We want our clients to use portfolio gains to compound their investments, not make up for portfolio losses. Schedule a complimentary call with Robert. With Kuhn Capital Partners, partnership isn't just a promise it's in our name.
1: Welcome back. You're listening to Destination Retirement. I am Robert Kuhn. I'm the host and I'm the president and founder of Kuhn Capital Partners. We're independent. We're a registered investment advisory firm. Uh, Hopefully you've heard um, the uh, wealth is your first time. Welcome. If you're a repeat listener, you're catching this on the podcast. I'm going to ask you to send this to one or two people that need to hear it if you think it's valuable. Again, our job is to provide education. Our job is to provide a service. Our job is to make sure that we're doing everything we can to help investors not lose money. Uh, as you know, we believe that most of the advice um, it, that is given, especially in the $100,000 to $5 million space, is cookie cutter. Uh, it's very basic. It's two asset classes. It's stocks and bonds. You need the market to go up to make money. Markets go down, you lose money, and um, you're just basically on that Wall Street roller coaster. We're different than that. We provide a unique strategies. Well, we certainly provide unique strategies and a unique way of looking at the world uh, because our philosophy always has been and always will be, if we lose less, we can make more. So we think you need to maximize your income, whether it's now or in the future. It's all about cash flow, in our opinion. Um, And and that's going to be a new topic and a new uh, thought for individuals that are living in that 100, well, that have, you know, 100000 to $5 million. Probably don't have a lot of advisors talking about cash flow investments, cash flow strategies that uh, produce cash and, um, you know, that may or may not be dependent upon, you know, the market. So then obviously active management, that's all we preach. Uh, cookie cutter passive investing, closet index funds, to pay an advisor to simply track the market up and down, man, one to two percent—that's a hefty price to pay just to have somebody hold your hand. You know when the markets go down twenty to thirty percent, and they want to make you feel like it's okay and you couldn't do anything else. Well, the answer is you can, and and, and you should. So, uh, and then lastly, principal protection—it's a, a component of of portfolios that I think. Uh, a lot of, well, falls on deaf ears when the markets just do what they've done the last 10 years, right? Um, but, you know, when the markets do what they've done and they realize that things can change, things can change on a dime and it costs and takes a lot of gains to make up from, you know, significant portfolio losses, you know, that principal protection bucket is uh, very important, especially if you're in retirement and uh, absolutely if you're within 10 years to retirement. So. If you think you have the best portfolio, let's test it really seriously. Let's test it. If you have uh, concerns, if you're unhappy with just sitting and taking it, and there's been no adjustments in your portfolio, or you don't have cash and you don't have a manager that has raised cash and can take advantage of this portfolio volatility, let's have a conversation. 630-492-1912, 630 1912 We are local. Uh, we're in Geneva. Um, we uh, you know, we cover all over the United States, but um, we have offices, you know, three or four off, well, four offices um, around the United States, uh, but I spend as uh, my time in Geneva. So if you're hearing this show, we can meet. It uh, doesn't matter where you're at. Come to the office. You know, it's we'll meet halfway. It doesn't matter. When it comes to helping investors not lose money, uh, we're going to do all we can. So. A couple of things on inflation. I know we talked um, a little bit about uh, inflation um, in the last segment, and kind of if we look at the last six months, let's put it in perspective. Oil prices up seventy percent. Seventy percent. Wow, right? We pay. I think I filled up this week at five eighty. Um, you know, politically, it, it. I don't really care what people's opinions are. I just know that oil prices are going up. And they're probably going to continue to go up. And everybody wants to point a finger. But the person who uh, is, is really feeling the pain are those in retirement. And, and uh, you know, that's a challenge. I mean, 70% and, and we could see another, you know, $1 to $2, I think, pretty easily uh, at the gas pump. That's going to start to affect uh, spending for people, even for people who have assets and, and have money. They may, you know, um, you know, they may just, you know, stop spending as much because they're not going out as much. So, you know, does that cause a recession? Is the recession this year? Is the recession next year? When you look at recessions, including uh, a bear market, I mean, those numbers even get worse. So, Fed priced in eight hikes this year. So, I mean, we're starting to feel it. They're uh, doing all they can to to fight inflation. Um, GDP fell, um, obviously, uh, that was kind of expected and I think we may continue to see it, but you know, these classical terms of a recession or a bear market, I mean, uh, do they really matter? I mean, yes, technically they, they do matter because it, it it's showing the state of the economy, but if you're losing money and you're not making money and you're wasting time to try to get back to even, you know, that's our concern. And we talked about private investments in the first segment. It's a space that we're going to start to really try to educate listeners on. Um, It's, you know, because there's opportunity. And again, we want cash flow strategy. So inflation remains uh, at 40-year highs. 70% of tech is in a bear market. Um, You know, the largest uh, war since World War II erupted. All of this just in the last six months. And so what I want you to um, hear Uh, that i'm saying is that doesn't mean that there's not opportunity that doesn't mean that there's not money to be made uh, because there is generally when there's significant volatility significant uncertainty i think you you find opportunities that you know can really really do well it's just not in a buy and hold strategy it's not with an advisor that you're going to meet with a couple times a year and they're going to say you know we're diversified um you were balanced and yet you're down 10, 15, 20%. And just sit and wait. And hopefully ultimately it will come back. Um, you know, do you have cash? I mean, when we look at clients today, our growth manager, our core growth manager is down. Absolutely down. But you know what? They went 50% clash, plus or minus, you know, 50% based on model, and they haven't re-engaged yet. And if that's a component of your strategy, well, you're going to have opportunity to put that money to work at much lower prices. So if you're going to judge an advisor on a six-month period and you're down, you have to look at, okay, well, how am I going to recoup that money? Well, our core growth manager is down 50%, uh, not down 50%, my goodness, but 50% cash. So in theory, we're going to recoup those losses much, much faster than a strategy that can't put money to work at these prices. And eight out of 10 listeners today, you have a buy and hold strategy. You have an advisor that charges a fee to basically do something that you could do on your own. And I'm probably a little bit more adamant about, you know, that than I have been in the past, but it's really just because I'm tired. I'm tired of the same old song and dance being given to individual investors, especially those, you know, with a hundred thousand to $5 million to invest. You know, you are getting, in a lot of instances, probably more times than not, subpar investment strategies, subpar investment advice, and you're doing something that you can do on your own. I'm not here to tell you how to manage your money. If you believe that buy and hold is the best thing to do, perfect. You do it. But why are you paying a fee for it? We don't believe in that. We believe that there are periods of time that you have to buy and hold, but there are also periods of time that you have active management. And the bulk of investors today own two things, um, at least, you know, when you're getting traditional financial advice from the big brokers firms, from the big banks, and most independents as well. You own mutual funds, which by prospectus, the bulk of, and I don't know if it's 99% or if it's 98%, but by prospectus, they must stay 95 to 97% invested. Think about that that manager could know he could have January 1st, 2023's newspaper and see today from today till the end of the year, the markets are down 30%. But that manager has to stay almost fully invested. I mean, what is that? I mean, so if you own a mutual fund, there's a good chance probably almost near certainty because there's only a very small segment that have the ability to go to cash. Um, that you're going to to stay fully invested. So are you giving yourself the best chance to succeed? Probably not. And then you have ETFs. Well, ETFs are fully invested at all times because they're tracking an index. So when we go over all that we've gone over just within the last six months, oil prices up 70%, Fed rate hikes, they project eight uh, eight rate hikes, GDP fell, inflation 40-year highs. 70% 70% of tech is in a bear market, largest war since World War II, yet you didn't do anything, right? You didn't get any advice from an advisor to take money off the table. Actually, when the individuals that we meet with, um, listeners, and they, many of them have said, we called our advisor and suggested that we go to some cash. You know, gentleman this week, he called in January. The answer was, no, stay invested. You're going to be fine. There's still upside. I mean, really? Is that, is there any more of a self-serving statement? Because advisors can't get paid. Every firm's different. But if you sit in cash for an extended period of time, that advisor stops getting paid the fee. And I mean, that is, you know, so, and again, and what I tell those individuals as I say, well, your gut feel is right but we don't want to make investment decisions based on gut feel. We want to bring financial science, we want to bring mathematics, we want to bring statistical analysis, quantitative analysis, you know, strategies that, you know, have been around since, you know, the mid-90s, strategies that have t- been tested in every market. So, I like your gut feel, but if we're going to go on gut feel alone, you know, you're going to be right as, as much as you're going to be wrong and we hope that you're not wrong at the wrong time. So, you know, I, I give credit to those Individuals that that ask their advisor to raise some cash. And the question I have is, well, why do you have to call the advisor? I mean, isn't it? Isn't this what we do for a living? So we're on a mission. We're on a mission to help. We're on a mission to educate. We're on a mission to make sure that you know that one to five million, a hundred thousand dollar to five million dollar investor is is has the most proactive strategies in place to minimize risk. So we can actually you know, compound your money, lose less, you can, you know, ultimately make more. Uh, so, you know, that's what we're here to do. And especially I'm seeing in that kind of 500 to $750,000 and under market, the cookie cutterness approach to investing is is really staggering. So we're here to help that. We're here to change that. Um, hopefully, if, you, if you've listened to the show, if this is your first time, Go to KUHNCP.com and listen to all the podcasts. that We, we do podcasts this show. They're all there. Um, you know, I, Hopefully you recognize that we lead with education. We lead with wanting to help and just making sure that um, we're doing all we can to make sure investors don't lose money. Um, and, you know, That's just our job, and we're going to keep doing it. So any conversations you want to have, um, you want to go, we we're supposed to talk about our financial planning reports. Uh, this segment I didn't get to it that unfortunately tends to be uh, kind of a, a I don't know a habit that I have I, I go off on these these topics but I'm, I'm passionate about it and hopefully that comes across that um, you know you don't have to lose money I mean there are funds and strategies you know in the absolute return space this year that are up 20 and 30 uh, percent do you put all of your money in there well certainly not but I mean to have a bucket of your money that is overcoming those losses absolutely so Until next week, make it a profitable week. If you want to have a conversation with me uh, and my team, we certainly can do that. 630-492-1912, 630-492-1912. Visit the website, kuhncp.com, kuhncp.com. Have a great week.
0: This recording is for informational purposes only and should not be considered investment advice. Kuhn Capital Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Any statement regarding such matters is explanatory and may not be relied upon as definitive advice. Opinions expressed are current as of the date of this recording, and such opinions are subject to change. The views and opinions of guests on this program are not necessarily those of Kuhn Capital Partners, Any reference to guarantees, principal or income, protection, buffers, or defined outcome investments are generally structured notes or fixed insurance products backed by the claims-paying ability of the offering company and are not insured by any government agency. Kuhn Capital Partners is not affiliated with any guests unless otherwise stated and does not guarantee the accuracy or the completeness of any data presented.